Welcome to the Hopeful Homeschool Podcast. This is episode four. Hi, I'm Daisy, a first-time homeschooler. And I'm Rachel, a long-time homeschooler. And we believe that a hopeful homeschool is possible, even in the midst of a pandemic. We believe that you have been called to be your child's educator for such a time as this. We believe that you are exactly the parent your child needs in this unexpected season. We believe that you are living for an audience of one. We believe that we are not meant to do this alone, but in community. As you navigate a new way of doing school, we are here to remind you that you can teach your kiddos with a hopeful heart. So put on your headphones, grab your coffee, ignore the mess, and join us for a prayerful moment, a practical tip, and a hopeful preparation for the coming week. Welcome back. We're so glad to be with you again today. Man, we have a lot to talk about. And we are also just really excited about your responses and the way that you have supported us. And we just wanted to say thank you so much for that. And of course, so excited for the last giveaway. So keep your eyes open for the next giveaway because I think we both like to give things away. (laughs) Yes, gift givers. Yes, and I love that so much. So... Ultimately, I just really like to share the things that I like with other people. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Isn't that the best, though? It is. Especially when you give it and somebody says, oh, that is exactly what I've been wanting or whatever. Where did you find that? I want that. So that's so fun. Yes. So, Rachel, tell me, how have you been? (laughs) Good, Daisy. I'm, I've been good. We enjoyed um, some time with family recently. Um, we enjoyed time on the lake. It was like the start of fall in Pennsylvania. Um, my children haven't seen their grandparents since, gosh, like early mid-February. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so getting to go spend that time on the lake and the weather was beautiful it was cool that's awesome fall was just starting and the fresh air was so good Mm -hmm. how about you how how has your week been so our week has been good I think this is the you can consider this week as our first full week of school Mm -hmm. we don't have any holidays (laughs) to work around um, or any traveling and last week we also traveled to Lake Michigan which was so fun Um, shout out to Abby for being the best travel buddy, but we also, um, have just been finding a rhythm in our home, finding each other at times when we feel like we lose sight of each other, even though we are right in front of each other all the time Mm -hmm. and, and just trying to feather in. Somebody taught me that, named Rachel, (laughs) trying to feather in uh, the subjects that we are going to be working through. And it's going well, but it's really hard. And we were talking a little bit about that before we started recording. I knew it was going to be hard. And I think that that is why 
this project of being together, of having each other as a community to walk through, gives me so much hope. It helps me to be hopeful about the opportunity that I get to share this with somebody else and that I don't have to be by myself, but also hopeful because I can go to the Lord and he gives me what I need daily. And I've been able to see the prayers that I've sent up in the midst of a meltdown to have come to pass, right? That I have stayed calm or the child has come out of this meltdown with a better attitude. Or even if the attitude wasn't there, we still got the work done, yes. you know. So it's been, it's been a good heart. Um, I talked to one of our friends, Lindsay, who's also doing first-time homeschooling, mm-hmm. and she brought that word or that phrase up to me. It's good heart. <laughs> it's the heart that is so good, even though it's hard, mm-hmm. because we find the Lord in it, mm-hmm. and we get to give that to, to our children as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in those struggles that we grow, right? I mean, those struggles open up amazing opportunities for us to share authentically and vulnerably with our children exactly how to how to kind of get over those different challenges. Um, they give us an opportunity to minister to our children. You know, they give us an opportunity. Sometimes I think that struggle and that friction occurs because maybe we're trying to force something that we don't need to be doing or maybe it's it's a thing we need to work on discipline and I think it just takes discernment in these different situations to say okay well so there is this struggle and this friction now how am I how am I going to deal with this Mm -hmm. Um, and I I think we often don't look at those struggles and those moments with our kids when they're bickering or they don't want to do the homework or they're grumbling under their breath at us about the math or the tracing paper <laughs> or whatever it is that that's bothering them. Um, we don't see that as an opportunity because our own emotions and feelings are getting in the way or um, we're hangry or something else right. is going on. But that gives us such a, a moment where we can pause Mm -hmm. we can address what's going on with us and then we can share that with our kids right and then it gives us a moment to kind of reevaluate the situation even if we don't do it in that moment right right Um, but struggle is always just such an opportunity for growth I think yes and you know how we have these signs that say like send coffee I should have a sign that says send tracing paper because of all the things I missed for any list of anything I needed to buy was tracing paper. And the meltdowns that have occurred over that have been a little intense. But at the same time, when I think about why did we choose to do a podcast and why did we call it Hopeful Homeschool? You know, we talked about New Morning Mercies and how much that um, we have gotten from Mm -hmm. that book already. And we've only had it for a short period of time. Like a month. I know. But that was the inspiration for us being able to know that every morning the Lord was going to give us those new morning mercies. Mm -hmm. And when I read his definition in September 3rd, of the New Morning Mercies, Mm -hmm. 
the definition that he gives for biblical hope is it is a confident expectation of a guaranteed result that changes the way you live. And we have talked about COVID and talked about this quarantine and how it has changed the way we live. But as believers in Christ, truly grace from Jesus is the only thing that has changed the way we live. Because we know that even in the midst of a quarantine, in the midst of a really hard year, Mm -hmm. with homeschooling unexpectedly or homeschooling again, Mm -hmm. in the midst of a really hard year because you can't just do everything you wanted to do as a homeschooler, Mm -hmm. he never changed. Our our, circumstances may change, but our God never does. Yes, so we have hope and we are filled with hope because of that truth. And that is really why we are here together speaking and why we've invited you guys out there (laughs) over the interwebs, right, (laughs) to come alongside us and, and be encouraged to know that even if your circumstance has nothing to do with homeschooling or kids or tracing paper, it's okay. He never changes. Therefore, you can have hope. Yes. Right? Yes. And so we may start our day with a lesson plan, but our lesson plan does not always match God's lesson plan. Right. God's lesson plan doesn't just include our children, but it's also about our sanctification. Right. And so um, just keeping that at the forefront of our minds that ultimately it is not my plans. Right. It is not what I envision for my children or whether or not I accomplish the syllabus exactly Mm -hmm. the way it Mm -hmm. says to, it's going to work out because the Lord is unchanging and the Lord is faithful and it's going to be uh, his story that he's authoring. Um, And we're just getting an opportunity to live it and step into it. Right. Um, And with that being said, it takes a load off of our shoulders because mm-hmm. ultimately we are not the ones who will create our children into who they are becoming, yes. but it is the Lord through these hard days and through these frictions and through the lack of X, Y, Z that he creates them, writes their stories into who they are meant to be. Mm-hmm. In so, our weaknesses. He is strong. Exactly. It is not about us. It is exactly. not our accomplishment. It's not even our children's accomplishment. Right. It's the Lord in them. It is. And because he's faithful and he never changes, mm-hmm. his plans for them are good. Mm. Always. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we can be confident that even when we have bad days, bad weeks, bad months. I mean, let's let's name it. I think I think now that we've seen this quarantine and how long it is. We could have bad years, (laughs) complete bad years, right? But at the same time, he never changes and continues to give us that Mm -hmm. confidence and that hope. And so um, when I asked you to come alongside me and when I wanted to come alongside you was because I needed an anchor. And like, like we said in our first episode, what we found was that he gave us himself as our hope to be the anchor for this time right now. And so practically, Rachel, how do we, how do we reset from these bad days or how do we 
how do we go back to square one to start over um, on a bad day or week or mm-hmm. who knows? Well, I wasn't in my uh, list of practical tips that I was going to share, but I think you highlighted one that I didn't want to miss out on, and that is fellowship and friendship and having support. So um, a, a really great thing to do when you're having a bad day, one of your like number one reset moments is to reach out to a friend, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I shouldn't say it's the number one. I have a different number one that you will end with. Right. <laughs> so it's not really my number one. I take that back. But it is it is often at the top of my list is to reach out to a friend. Um, and I try to make that um, a friend who I know is grounded in the word and who is going to and who loves my children alongside me and um, loves my husband, you know, and, and it wants to support my marriage and my family and my homeschooling. Um, and just um, the particular friend I often reach out to is just a great encourager. Mm-hmm. Um, so be honest about the struggles you're having. Have somebody you can call who's going to pray with you or just say, hey, no, you're doing a good job. You're not going to fail at this. Right. Your children are going to be fine. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, and then remind you of some of the other reset tips I have for you. Um, one of them I was going to say, um, I talked a little bit about this on our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, one day, I just realized I don't have a gift for this. Um, and it's actually one of the main reasons I love to homeschool um, is that I have the opportunity to be around my children all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and I do see that as opportunity. I love being around my babies. They're a dream come true for me. And um, I have to make a conscious effort to do this but to reach out and give them a hug or a kiss in the day or um you know just rub their shoulder as I walk by um be a noticer be an encourager um I love to take photos it's just one of the ways I remember things and Mm -hmm. I notice things Mm -hmm. through the lens of my camera um it's not like fancy photos but just and, and you took a beautiful video the other day and shared it with me just of a happy moment in your homeschool day. And right. sometimes they're fleeting moments, but try to capture them, even mm-hmm. if it's just with your mind's eye. But notice them and call them out and name them and praise God for them when they happen. Right. Um, right. And encourage your children when you see them doing something mm-hmm. that you love. Um, the other tip is a little bit more practical on how to do a reset. Sometimes with my kids, if they're having a bad moment, if we've kind of started being a little snappish at one another, or um, I've lost my temper, or they've had a meltdown, sometimes we'll kind of get through that and just look at each other and just say, let's just do a reset. Can we just have a do-over? Can we start over? And I forgive you. Do you forgive me? We just kind of walk through that. We hug. We snuggle. Um, and then we we try to just let it go like it had never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's really hard. Um, so one of the ad- pieces of advice, I, I can't remember where I heard this, but somebody said, just add water. Mm-hmm. Your kids and you are having a bad day. <laughs> just add water. So whether it's drinking water or going outside and playing in the water like in your sprinkler or taking a hike to a place with a creek or giving your kids a bath because we all know <laughs> children are so much more fun to snuggle when they smell good. <laughs> Put them in fresh clothes and sit on the couch afterward and read a book. 
Um, somebody said to just add water, and I have found that to be excellent advice. That's awesome. Um, the other thing is just kind of have a list of strategies in your mind. Um, getting outside um, in nature. Uh, I've always felt God in nature. Mm-hmm. So getting outside and getting a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm playing a game together, even if you still have to continue your school day, but maybe you take a book and you sit outside and you read together. Now, I know the winter is fast approaching, right? so that may not work, but um, maybe you have a porch you can sit on or get next to a window or even go for a winter hike, right. something like that. Um, read a book together. Mm-hmm. And you, have a con- you just need to set everything else aside mm-hmm. and pull out that morning basket we talked about. Right. Pull your read aloud out of that basket. And even though you already read it that morning, spend some more time snuggling and reading it again. That way you're checking that box of I'm homeschooling, but I'm connecting and starting over. Or listen to a book. Um, Or have an impromptu dance party. Put your Mm -hmm. kids' favorite music on and just be a goofball in your living room. (laughs) They love it. They do. Yeah. And you want them, I know, to see how fun you are. Right. You can be fun. Be fun in the middle of the day. Make them laugh. And it does give the day just a better feel. Um, But my actual number one piece of advice I want you to talk about. Yes. So the number one piece of advice is prayer. And when you need a reset, you need to pray. It It should be a flag reminding you to go back to the Lord, to go back to where your hope is and your anchor is to get strength, to get wisdom, because sometimes I don't even know what to do next. And, you know, the Lord, um, those really hard days, continues to reveal to me that he is for our kids' hearts. And so we had a meltdown, and I looked over, and Sam was praying. He was asking the Lord to help him. And I said, yes, buddy, he will help you, even if it feels like this is not going the way I want it to be. And so it was amazing to see that when they see me asking for help and praying, they will do it as well. So for this week, as you prepare this weekend, I want you to invite your soul back to the Lord, just like David does in Psalm 103, right? Why are you cast down, O my soul? He's speaking to himself, but he is talking about all of the faithfulness of the Lord. So we talked about why we chose hope and why we are the Hopeful Homeschool podcast. And so Jesus is our true hope. And the breath prayer for this week will be, Jesus, my hope I trust in you. And so take a deep breath in and say, Jesus, my hope, and then let it out. I trust in you. Do that with your kids. When everybody's going a little bit nuts or everything seems to be falling apart, just say, okay, guys, we're going to do something together. I want you to take a deep breath in, and I want you to let it out. And then the next time that you do that, you say, Jesus, my hope and then let it out. I trust in you. You will definitely have a screensaver again for this reminder because we want it to be close by. We want it to remind you to do that, to turn to prayer when you feel like you are losing it or the kids are losing it or the whole day has gone 
a completely different direction than you wanted it to be. So you can find that again on our Instagram account. And also, there's going to be a link in our homeschool group as well as the show notes. I also wanted to say that um, I have a chalkboard. Actually, I have, I'm like obsessed with chalkboards. So I have them <laughs> all throughout my house. Like we literally painted an entire wall as a chalkboard. Oh, nice. I love chalkboards. But um, you might consider also writing the breath prayer down. Yeah. So you see it throughout your day. Visually, I'm a very visual person. So mm-hmm. I love it on my chalkboard. Um, you could put post-it notes on your you know, computer screen or next to your TV or wherever it is you tend to struggle. Yeah, your refrigerator. (laughs) I always struggle with the refrigerator. (laughs) Um, Or you can use a dry erase marker and write it on your mirrors, you know. Mm -hmm. Write it Mm -hmm. on your hands. Don't write it on your forehead. I know the Bible (laughs) says to write things on your forehead, but um, you won't see it there. Right. Um, But but put it where you can see it so you keep it in your um, forefront of your mind. Yes, for sure. Well, I think we are at the end of this time together. As always, we're so grateful that you joined us, and we hope you're having a wonderful week. We are praying for you. Yes, and we are asking the Lord to show himself faithful to you in the mundane moments that might seem irrelevant, but I pray that you see him there in unexpected ways, in the bubbles of your dishes or the tears of your children, the hugs and the kisses, all of the things that may seem little become that thin film between heaven and earth. Mm -hmm. We love you guys.